0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast where we talk about the latest and greatest cybersecurity news as well as behind we those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and it's always enjoyed by Shannon times
1: What's up? What's up?
0: What's going on? So, welcome to Tuesday's episode. So, uh, again, uh, happy belated Christmas because uh, I think Mondays should be Christmas, right? Like this Christmas Eve that we're recording this on. You can see I like, got my, my Snoop on the stoop sweater on, celebrate the, the holidays. Um, but definitely continue to tune through throughout the week. So Monday, Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday, discussion. So it will be a throwback. And then Fridays, everything else, movies, books, games, all that good stuff. But without further ado, I'll give it
1: to Shannon. All right, everybody. So this article actually comes from fortune.com, written by Eric Noonan. And the title is, A Quiet Cybersecurity Revolution is Touching Every Corner of the Economy as U.S. Allies Pull All the Levers to Face New Threats. So what this is, is that the government is doing every regulatory thing they can to try to enforce cybersecurity rules and enforce mandatory cybersecurity minimums, right, on the entire economy. Now, some people are going to be like, hey, this is overreach, right? Like, and I get it. I kind of understand it. But the, what they're doing now, though, is they're they're making it to where if you have to deal with anything, that's one of the, uh, what do they call them, the 16 pillars um, of the U.S. economy, uh, you have to 16 critical infrastructure sectors is what they call them. Um, you're going to be doing reporting. There's a minimum standard you have to keep to or you're going to you're going to get punished for it. Right. So like when they talk about the critical infrastructure sectors. Right. Like to list them, because I was like, what are the what is the 16? I was thinking to myself, I was like, it seems kind of high. and And here they are. Right. And I was like, OK, this is pretty much. Everything and anything you can think of is going to touch one of these 16 sectors, right? So it's chemical sector, commercial facility sector, communication sector, critical manufacturing sector, dams sector, like water and dams. I didn't even realize that was by itself, Right. Defense industrial base sector, um, emergency services sector, energy sector, financial services sector, food and agriculture sector, government facilities sector, healthcare and public health sector, information technology sector, nuclear reactors, materials and waste sector, transportation system sector, water and wastewater systems, right? So like with all of this, like there's nothing... There's nothing in the U.S. economy that won't be touched with all any of those 16 having to have a minimal minimum cybersecurity reporting, right? So like they're getting they're getting to the point where they're like, okay, enough is enough, right? Like they're trying to make every regulatory thing they can do that they can make mandatory. They're trying to make it happen, right? So um, they they are what, what this is going to do again, some people are going to argue government overreach, right? But like I, I've told you guys in the past and I'm I'm, I'm kind of saying it now, right? I'm the, I'm the Patriot Act guy, right? Like, so let's go out there and, and get ahead of some of these things, right? Like if it's, if it's a matter of, you know, um, uh, some small company, right, is doing something, it, it only takes a small company, right? You don't have to be major, um, uh, to affect the u.s economy in a bad way right because as it as it works with hacking it's like people can get in on, on the ground floor in a small company right and then just expand from there right because that small company touches this company it touches this company it touches this company right Or they're using a tool that's used across multiple companies right that gets that gets uh compromised and then they're doing it that way right but um yeah, this is something I actually like to see, right? And the thing is, it's not like they're trying to enact new things. I think they're just trying to, with the with the cybersecurity um, compliance that's already out there, they're just trying to bear down on it and, and be a little bit more serious about it, right? Um, so if you're a DOD contractor, like you're already going through different programs, right? Like you have the Defense Federal Acquisition Regulation Supplement, uh, the DFARS, CMMC 2.0 program about to about to jump off cybersecurity maturity model certification, Um Government contractors outside of defense efforts are, are going to be required to do this. Right. So like, um, again, like if you're already working with the government, they're already like, hey, these are the minimum things you want to do. Right. And so their whole pulling all the levers, what they're talking about is every regulatory lever available. Right. Um, they want to enforce mandatory cybersecurity minimums on the entire economy. Right. So. This goes to, and, and a reference they have in their article here, they were talking about mandating, like, when it comes to things like seatbelts, airbags, and safety things in automobiles, that's what they're, that's the route they're trying to go, right? So, like, I know when seat belts first became something that was mandatory, like, I've talked to some older people that were like, ah, I didn't like it, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, as they started buying more cars and it was mandatory, ah, I didn't like it, but there was a reason for it, right? Like, people were dying at a disproportionate rate when they were in car accidents, right? It's not to say, and I'm not gonna sit here and say because someone hatched you, you're gonna die. It's not that dire, right? That's not what I'm saying. But it's kind of along the same lines of, hey, this is this is what is happening that has caught the attention um, of, of of you know the the powers that be in the United States, right? Like cybersecurity is where. Um, they they see where everything is going, right? Like the current administration is putting a lot of money into it, you know what I mean? So you can see how serious they are about it, but they're trying to make sure that everything they have available to them already, right, is being utilized and making sure that everybody hits those mandatory cybersecurity minimums, right? So, um, I, I like where this is going. I kind of do. And again, I'm, I I know there are some people that talk about the government overreach. I get it. I can understand it to a certain extent. But that's that's not what they're trying to do here. They're just trying to say, hey, this is it, this is what you are required to do to pr- protect citizens, right? Like this is not like it's in the in the favor of the government for them to have more control. It's for your own protection, right? so uh yeah this is i like it i I love to see it right but we'll see we'll see what actions follow on with this right like to just say this and then not enforce it like what does that really do for you it's like okay we're going to do these things but you got to have the enforcement piece of it right which is come it's going to cost money right like we i know we don't have the personnel um to enforce all of this like they want to especially with those 16 sectors because some of them i was just like man i didn't even know that was a thing (laughs) you know what i mean or i thought it maybe would fall under something else but yeah, they're trying to make it happen and I'm all for it. But Ryan, what's your thoughts on this?
0: Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Like, um, uh, make sure that you're liking, sharing, subscribing, all that good stuff. always forget to say um, I, I'm down for it. And I, I don't feel like so I don't believe it's overreach. Uh, I, don't, I don't believe that. Or well, I should say I don't believe people should see it as overreach, uh, because it's not it's not big government telling you you can't make your password password and username username right. That's not what they're saying. They're saying that Xfinity or T-Mobile or uh, your uh, Oldsmar water plant can't do that in order to protect you. So I, I think I think at the end of the day, like this is pro consumer. I, I believe uh, it's a step in the right direction uh and, and just enforcing the standards as opposed to um, trying to trying to uh, recreate the will, like it's just saying like, hey, here is the frameworks you should be using anyway, and here is how we're going to make you double down on it, or you're going to receive a fine or a penalty or something like that. Uh, that could trickle down to us as as the uh, the consumers, but it, I don't believe it will be that significant unless the infrastructure is that jacked up. So uh, you know it, it it's it's going to be uh, a wait and see approach. Like so when you come to like the, all of the Um, the Dib stuff, I don't believe that'll have a major impact on us, right? All the defense industrial based stuff that was already, it already existed. CMMC. 1.0 was already out there. Nobody was just following those guidelines. 2.0 is going to kick them in the butt. We've been talking about that for like a year now. Um, I remember when I was going through my skill bridge, when I was transitioning from the military, I I brought it up to uh, a company I was working with and they were like, "Eh, we'll we'll cross that line when we get there. Well, it's here now. So hopefully they've been preparing themselves. Uh, And then we've talked to Darren King uh, in the past on the Ask a CISP show. I'm going to have him back on in January because now that things are starting to actually uh, go into effect and... and, uh, uh and kind of become the the standard he wants to come back on and kind of talk about what that looks like and uh how uh his company is is able to support other businesses to make sure they're ready and compliant for 2.0 so look for that like mid-january and to the end of january um but it's it's at the end of the day these things are already out there they should already be following them uh because we, we talked to uh, michael Ware, department of energy right we've talked to um uh chelsea pierre like she does a bunch of stuff in 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 the dib as well as getting people ready um there, there's been a lot of people who've come on the, the podcast to the to, to preach this uh like get ready it's coming and i was finally here so uh it, it just fell on this this administration but it's been building up for several administrations beforehand right we're just finally getting to a place where uh we it can be enforced um so, again, no matter what sector you're in, you will have to be compliant, uh, or else the government will be coming after that butt, right? So. <laughs> At the end of the day, you should be preparing yourself for this uh, eventuality. Uh, but also, if you're looking to break into cyber, this might be the time for you because they're going to need a lot of help in that regard, right? Like so the government's plusing up. Uh, you have a uh, contracting side is definitely plusing up. Uh, if you want to come to the, like I, I call it the boring side, but very lucrative GRC side, right? That's the assessments, evaluations, compliance, and risk. Uh, all of that is going to be beefed up because you're going to have a lot more assessors and evaluators out there either working for. The federal government or working as contractors uh, For uh, you know Smaller contracting businesses that are There to help uh, the, the government do what they do so uh, it It's going to be uh, A good time <laughs> So to speak 2024 will be uh, a, a lot of Regulation compliance evaluations Stuff I like I like doing assessments And, and evaluations things of that nature Right consulting so I, I think 2024 will be that year So whether you're on it depends what side of the fence you're on, right? Like if you're a person who has been dragging their feet, it's gonna be rough for you. If you're a person who's trying to uh you know uh gain business, find clients and things of that nature gonna be it's gonna be a lucrative year for you. Like cause you will be in uh in need um out there in those uh those streets, especially on the federal government side. So yeah. It's it's gonna be uh uh a crazy year. So, uh definitely continue to tune in. I'm going to try to uh, line us up and have some really good guests coming in January. So again, uh you have uh Darren King, he'll be back on. Uh Jeff Lodick, he's uh on the calendar, so he'll be popping on as well. So, uh one of the, one of one of my uh favorite people in the world, my one of my mentors, he'll have some some good stuff to share as well. Uh and then we're we'll just trying to line it up for the rest of the year, right? Get more people on the show to kind of uh break down what what they're what they do, how you can either follow in their footsteps or chart your own path within cybersecurity. Uh, But I can assume a lot of it will center around all of these new rules and regulations, uh, or I should say older rules and regulations that are finally being enforced. So definitely continue to tune in. Again, happy holidays. Hopefully you get some time for you and the family uh, or just some time for yourself, right, to to reflect, to get ready for the next year, right, that calendar flip that's about to come up. So uh, hit up the website. Uh, hit up all the websites that go by our name. You can hit me up personally. I'm at RYRYSecurityGuy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, and Threads. Stay safe. Stay secure.